You're listening to the best of a shanty, No Lemon. Were you a child of the 80s and a teenager of the early 90s? Do your memories of summer include frolicking in the backyard on a warm July day, playing with Transformers and G.I. Joe in the sandbox? Were you wrestling in the pool with your best friend? Did you come from a small town where everyone knew your name? Were your parents decisively stern, almost dictatorial, maybe even Republican? If so, then we may be a perfect fit. S-W-G-M-I-S-O-L-T-R. Respond to this ad today. Thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. Mm, uh, no problem. Can I get you anything? Coffee? Drink? Mm, cup of chai, please. Okay, I don't know what chai is, but I'll order anything else. Bagel? Sandwich? Mm, nope. Meat, dude. Um, uh, I'm a vegetarian. <sighs> Thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. Golly gee, no problem. My pleasure. My, you look young. Well, thank you, Cindy. You. You're, what, 25? 71. What? You're kidding me. Are you, you had no age listening to your profile. I just assumed... Yeah, well, I'm still trying to learn to work that pewter. <sighs> thank you for meeting with me today. Well, thank you so much. You know, I have the hardest time parking here. They really should get rid of some of those grass areas and let more cars in. I can't believe how packed the streets are today. I almost got drenched walking here. You know, my grandma used to say, always bring a scarf case the weather turns bad. Gotta keep your throat clean. My, what a pretty productive day I've had so far. I can't believe how quickly the weather changes here in Ohio. You know, back in North Carolina. <sighs> yo, yo, I really, I really enjoyed wearing that neck remark. The lady really liked me there. Sigh. Hey, how was your day today? Uh, fine. So, how's work going? Anything exciting there? I can imagine it's crazy working in such a large firm. It's okay, I guess. So, tell me about your hometown. Well, it was small. I didn't get out much. All right. Well, uh, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go get some coffee. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. Man, this is turning out to be another bad day. God, I swear, the last two guys that were halfway decent both found boyfriends right after I, I dated them. Typically, to do this proper thing just isn't working out. I guess I might as well just stick to Manhunt or something. Man, if I even find anyone that relates to me, it'll be a miracle here. Oh, look at this cute coffee boy here, but he won't give me the time of day outside of here. 
Oh, I'm sure he's just smiling at me like he does all the other guys. Uh, if only I was a little bit younger, I might might have gotten him back in my day. Here you go, sir. Uh, that'll be 360. Uh, your exchange. Thank you. So, Paul, why didn't you say something? He was even wearing a Transformer t-shirt, and you love Transformers. Well, he comes in here all the time. I don't know. He probably thinks I'm a freak. Mm, plus, uh, I don't really don't say anything at work. I'm just, uh, just too shy. Alas, unrequited love. How tragic. Don't you just hate it when there's no real way to end a skit? Tell me about it. You know, we could always try. Uh, no, we couldn't. But I can! Live from Columbus, Ohio, the first original comedy podcast, it's A Shanty No Lip. And now we return to As Anthony's World Turns, based on a true story. Today, we find Anthony once again on the dating slash trying to meet new friends prowl. Hmm, that's a mouthful. So is Anthony. My boyfriend and I haven't had sex yet. We abstained during Lent. So very soon. We were going to have it tonight, but we realized it would be Easter. So that probably won't happen. You observe Lent? <laughs> I'm a devout Catholic. And my boyfriend is a so-so Catholic, but he gives up all kinds of stuff during Lent. <laughs> all right, well, we'll work on this. Work on what? My religious convictions? Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. Those are not up for negotiation. <laughs> no, no problem, man. If we can help you, you, you believe me, you'll learn in time, just like me. I, I used to be a Bible banger myself. I'm not a Bible banger by any means. You observe Lent, though, so uh, no worries. You're getting on my nerves. Why are you trying to, to compromise my religious convictions? That's not anyone's right to do to someone. Just because you've lost religion doesn't mean you have the right to judge other people who are happy in their faith. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're taking me way too seriously, dude. I'm just pulling your chain here. Well, I'm sorry I jumped the gun. I thought you were serious. No, I'm not trying to change it here. I'm mostly just poking fun, but just realize I'm agnostic here, and I don't really give up anything for Lent, but hey, whatever floats your boat. I didn't give anything else up except sex, because my boyfriend gave pretty much everything up, pop and chips. He goes all out during Lent, probably because he feels he isn't a good Catholic all year or something, so he tries to make up for it. Okay, well, uh, let's move on from this conversation. I'm actually getting ready to meet my boyfriend for dinner, so I have to go. Okay, later, bud. All right, going to move him from the potential to the tabled category. Remember, folks, it's based on a true story. <laughs> later that day. Hey, you said swap picks. Sure, do you want the uh, X-rated ones or the G-rated ones? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, there, here, there, there you go. I sent you some regular G photos. You really don't have new pictures of yourself, do you? Well, yeah, does it every gay man in one form or the other? Not exactly. 
Damn it, I forgot to finish e-filing my taxes. One second. Um, well, I need to head to bed here anyhow. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm a little put off by the nude pictures thing. But I can't fathom taking pictures like that. I know it makes me sound like a prude, but I don't think I could date someone who would do that. Regardless of what they did then versus what they're like now. Don't think too much of it. I'm very open and very dry in my humor. I've been down the block and back again. I'm a very Based on a true story! <laughs> I'm a very genuine person, and it doesn't come across here well. Well, let me get back to you on it. Cool. Well, check me out on my site and my podcast. I think that explains me the best. And if we're still up for coffee, just give me a holler. Not, no offense, taken. Okay. Later. All right, moving from the potential to the tabled category yet again. Hi. You want to fuck? Well, hello there, complete stranger in an in a instant message box. Uh, what are your stats? I'm 5'8", blonde hair, brown eyes, 140 pounds, and a 9-inch cock that you would love to ride. And you want to fuck? Uh, yeah, till your ass bleeds. You're, you're serious about this? Till your mama starts crying your name. Dude, if you're playing mind games with me, don't waste my time and my precious nine-inch erection, you bitch. No, wait. Oh, cruelty, why you mocked me so... <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, wake up, it's time to podcast Oh, oh Mark, oh it's only a dream Oh I was dreaming the worst nightmare Streaming I couldn't find anybody that I could relate to and date <laughs> No problem, I was out looking for you And I found you a boyfriend uh, That's a girl Hi! Girls here! What's the podcast? No! Quick, start the intro music before this nightmare continues! Ah! Attention! Settle down! I'd like to thank you all for coming to the second annual Ashanti No Lemon Conference slash board meeting. We're a business? Yes, somewhat. We're a 69K. <laughs> Tim, that's where you're supposed to do choking sound effects. I thought you were going to put them in. Well, I trusted you'd be able to do that. Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> a 69, that, that's just a retirement plan. <laughs> you twit. That's funny. You're funny. Moving on. Continue. Yes, okay. Bad jokes all around. Okay, on to business. We're a business? Good grief. We did that joke already, Anthony. Oh. Okay, so as you know, our hits have been going up through the roof. <clears throat> oh, you're right. And with that, I think some changes need to be made to improve our ratings. First off, it's been recommended that we include talk about puppies in every episode. Our studies show this would improve ratings by tenfold. Now, who has a puppy? 
I have a stuffed animal. I've got gonorrhea. Okay, that will have to do. Wait, why do you have a stuffed animal that has gonorrhea? <laughs> um... Uh, never mind. Okay, next in line, we have a recommendation to feature more of Tim. At least 15 minutes. Of... Hey, it's me! It's me! I'm Tim! 15 minutes is just enough! Yes, as you can see... Hey, folks, it's a shanty! Zip it! Okay, moving on, we have received another comment to... Drink more on the show, and whoa, Anthony's already started. <laughs> oh my god, and how many beers have you had? Hey, beers, I've just had grape juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Old honeymoon, your jokes. I'm gonna shove my cock and you, Alice, to the moon! Finally, we've been asked to make the skit shorter at the beginning and during the intro music, beat Anthony repeatedly with sticks. What? What? Ah, beat him! Beat him! <laughs> <laughs> start, like, start this intro music! This is painful! You wrote it! Hey, Anthony, what you doing? Hey, Tim, as you can see, I'm working on my dance moves. Oh, Anthony, everyone knows you can't dance. Neither can the president, but look at the press coverage. Oh, okay, okay, stop, stop. That joke was just lame. Anthony, you're getting lazy. Yeah, I've seen better skits on Saturday Night Live. Gee. And that's like the old or the new seasons. I don't know. It was a joke there. Uh-huh. Hmm. Jeez, everyone's a freaking critic. Okay, well, how about this one? In the cold dead of night, a lone figure scours the skyline, looking to pounce on his prey. We find Spider-Man swinging through the city as his nemesis, the dark and black Venom, begins his... Okay, wait. Isn't that character a stereotype? I mean, isn't black racist? Oh, come on. How the heck do you expect me to write any comedy here? Why not just write about your pathetic life? Okay, fine then. Here's an experience from my youth. In the cold, dead of night, a struggle ensues. Two individuals fight over territorial space. Their battle cry, waking the dead as the silence of the night is disturbed by their horror. We peer down into the small window of the little gay boy's room. The room of Anthony. The smallest of windows of the smallest room of a tiny little gumdrop house. What are these battle cries that keep him up awake at night? What horror is going on around him? What carnage is bestowed upon him at this hour of the haunting evening? Joe, you're hogging the covers. <laughs> Joe, would you quit hogging the covers? Shut up and go back to bed. Joe, would you give me some of these covers? Shut up and go back to bed. Joe, if you don't stop giving me some of the covers, I'm going to go sleep on the couch and you're not getting any sex. Kath, would you just go back to bed? <laughs> Warner Sisters Pictures present an epic tale of horror so scary that if you don't crap your pants, we'll refund your money. 
Hutchcock Pictures presents an epic tale. Be ready this summer for things that go bump in the middle of the night at Anthony's house. Rated RL for really late. Starts Friday in theaters in Anthony's imagination. That skit was semi-acceptable. Anthony's got the comedy stylings of Sonny Bono combined with Weird Al Yankovic. With the cuteness of R2-D2. Hey, let's call him Ass-2-Large-O-D2. Or C-3-P-O. I didn't know he was incontinent. Hurry, <laughs> 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 quick, fade out to the intro music. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Welcome back to the pretentious homosexual show. We've dropped the geek part as, uh, oh, I don't know, the computer's on the fritz, on the blink, if you will. <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Waylon Warwick. And joining me once again this day, my old chum, my old buddy, my old flippity floppity flu counterpart, Brady Shrubbery. Yes, yes, we've come back thanks to popular demand. Some might say they requested more of us. (laughs) 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 Wait, wait, that doesn't make any sense at all. No, no. Uh, Well, well, Anyhow, this week we've decided to explore a new, uh, what is it, the media? A compact disc. Yes, I think they call it a CD. Yes, yes, good show, good show, chap. Released this very day. Oh, how exciting. Yes, I I found the new uh, CD. Yes. uh, CD, yes. Yes, yes. Symptomatic Chaos by uh, the artist known as Dream Theater. Oh, my. And and what did you think of it, dear? Oh, I really do have to tell you, uh, Brady, uh, the songs ended up being quite long, trite, if you will. I haven't suffered so much mental anguish since the 70s and and Angarda (laughs) DeVita. Yes, mm, that mm, guitar man, solo. Um, Some of Jeffro Toll stuff just was very, very... I think they were tripping. Uh, over 15 minutes long, some of this this dream theater music. Uh, some of them, yes. And you know what isn't high quality and, unless it's longer than six minutes? That makes no sense. But you know these, these kid pop songs, these newfangled people are listening to these days. Quite, quite immature. Uh, drool, yes. <laughs> oh dear, who could that be at the master's manor's door? Monroe? Monroe? Uh, please, please answer the door and see who is calling upon us. Why, it's our delusional Minnesota transplant Scottish neighbor, Princeton, old chap. Well, hello there, good chaps. I decided to come over and bring some gifts for you. 
Oh my, what do we have here? Uh, yes, used pornography. How delightful. Yes, I, I, I hope you haven't brought any more of those uh, VHS cassettes. I prefer these new DVDs. They don't wear out and, and such. Yes, for our listeners out there, uh, we received used pornography, uh, homosexual pornography, uh, from our transplanted from Scottish Minnesotan friend Princeton. Every time he visits, it's, it's sort of a sort of a tradition, if even, you will. Even though we know what it will be, it always ends up being a surprise. Yes, yeah, so those yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the ones, uh, you remember the ones with the daddy bears? <laughs> that was quite disturbing. So, so Princeton, uh, what on earth uh, have you accomplished this day? What have you done this day? Yeah. Well, I've had quite a busy day. I woke up and tanned for a few hours, and then I went and had a spring water while I watched the boys cruise by the coffee shop. Don't you know? Then I went to the gym and watched the view while I worked out my bun. Oh, heck. Did you know that that horrific trollop slapper, Rosie O'Donnell, that... that Darling. That, that, she's leaving that Darling. view. Darling. Yeah. Old news. Where have you been? Don't make me revoke your card. Oh, yeah, that's horrible business. You, you recall Monroe had his revoked last week for not knowing that that uh, that, 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 that slapper Judy Garland was uh, the mother to, to, to Liza Minnelli. Yes, uh, I tell you, did they learn anything south so of the border? after that, I just went down to the... You ruined uh, my joke! Other gym, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, <laughs> and I fed my herring some bangers and mash. Mm. And let's just say I'm feeling quite relaxed. But why is a giant trail of something following you? No, look, dear, I believe. There's something coming out from his underclothing, his tighty whitey oh. pants. Oh my oh, god! Oh, what is? Oh, oh my oh, god! Oh, what is this? Gonorrhea? It's... No, it's. He has. Da, da, da. Crabs. crabs. Yes, crabs. He must have got. Pubic lice, if you will. <laughs> he must have gotten it from the other club. Quick, let's get the. Bug spray. Oh, let raid. us. Oh, God. Let, let, let us sit him down in some sheep dip. No, no. We'll stomp them. Stomp them out. Oh, yeah. No. Ow, that's my crowd. Oh. Don't you know? <laughs> Monroe! <laughs> Fade out quickly, please. Some sort of bloody show. We'll, we'll join you again on the pretentious homosexual show. Until then, we'll not G. We just play them on Hey, Anthony! Ah, Tim. Yet again, you've appeared out of the thin mist of the air to scare the Bojibles out of me. So, uh, what's the cold open for this week? Uh, 
I've got nothing. Yay, no bad no comedy. Bad comedy, thank God. Hush. Yes, let's do comedy about parents again. No, no, no. Let's talk about his sex life. Yes, because we know it's all about him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? You three could do the show yourself. Wonder where he went. (laughs) He doesn't know what he's getting into. Remember the last time he left me in charge of the podcast? (laughs) 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 Sheesh. What a drama queen. Let's go get him. Holy crap! Where did this come from? It's a giant dungeon. How did he fit this into his tiny house? Look, you can see miles of cages. Oh, holy crap. He's keeping people down here. People! It's people! Ah. Look, he's storing several young twinks in these cages. Strangely, they look uh, more healthier than usual. He must have removed the crack, and he's actually made them eat food. Aha! Ha-ha! Wait, how did you get in here? A door, you twit? Dang it, I knew I should put a sign on that door that said Boy Dungeon. Uh, Anthony, what are you doing? Uh... You're shoveling food down the throats of young OSU students. What plot are you behind now? Yes, it's all part of my plot to make the younger generation of today better. Soon all these tricky boys will be well fed. And no more bulimic looking people at the clubs anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do such a thing? Because kids today need to stop trying to be too skinny. One, it gives us a fair chance at the dating pool. And two, I just enjoy men with a little more meat on them. (laughs) You know, as gratuitous as it is, I sort of got to agree with you on this one. (laughs) You'll never stop. What? What? Yeah, maybe it is good they're off the smack. Uh, How do we help? Yes, how? Um, just grab a boy's shackle to the table and start jamming food down their throats. Ooh! What fun! Just food? Oh, cool. Actual Twinkies on the table for food. How ironic. Um, don't you think... Don't you know? Don't you know? Where's Pat? And you were going to open the show with that shit? Seriously, Anthony. What the hell are you smoking? Must. Right. Comedy. Oh my god, his brain crashed again. We gotta reboot him. I'll get the Vaseline. I'll get the turn crank and the bonaphone. And I'm gonna start the show. Oh great. Segway. No, oh no. good segue. Oh, oh good segue. Oh, good segue. Oh, that was rough. So are these your fantasies, Anthony? Where's the dungeon entrance? Is it over there? Through the fireplace. Uh, um, Someone shoved the bonafone in him. Howdy, folks, and welcome back to the first annual Straight Parade. I'm John, still in the closet, 
And I'm joined here by my female non-sexual companion in Jesus, Joan Non-Lesbo. Thank you, John, and may I say, isn't it a beautiful day today? Oh, and that is the Lord's work. Yes, very much so. You know, Joan, the straight parade was founded because you know those gay people every year have had their own parade and such. A debauchery and... and a, it's horrible stuff. Well, we decided it was right time and proper to have our own parade and promote what we believe in the way of Jesus. Absolutely, John. Absolutely. Well, well I can see something coming down the line. Oh, well, I, I believe, Joan, it's the first float, and it's from Liberty University, the home school of, started by Mr. Jerry Falwell himself. Oh, and look. They're carrying the lifeless corpse of their deceased leader who has gone to the heavens. Oh, uh, seem they just can't let him go. What a beautiful thing. Oh, my, it appears they seem to be stalled for a bit. Yeah, yes. Well, well, well Joan, let's go down with our, our roving reporter, uh, Bob in Denial, for more. Yes, John and Joan, it seems that the float structural system was being hampered by the amount of weight coming on it. Oh, my. It seemed that, that Jerry still got a lot in him. <laughs> you know who else should be here is that Oral Roberts. Uh, 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 guys. Oral Roberts University. You know, I've always thought a little something about that oral spark. Actually, it was the weight of the amount of the hatred that they're carrying. It seems that they just can't build a float that will carry all that great godly goodness. Back to you, John and Joan. Thanks, Bob. Well, lo and behold, here we have the float from the local Catholic churches. Look at all those nice, white, single, abstinent priests. From back here, they look somewhat like the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yes, Joan. As you can see, they're being pulled by a... Uh, Oh, a dozen or so uh, shirtless preteen boys. And as you know, only Catholics have that kind of style. Yes, it appears that the head pope seems to have a whip in hand, and he's using it to control those adorable, physically and mentally scarred boys. And, oh, God's work is at hand. Oh, that Benedict, he's a card. Next, we have a float from the local... Exodus Coalition. As you know, this is the ex-gay ministry helping to convert those poor homosexuals from the sad, sick, godless lifestyle to something more dull and mundane, but but more safe, Joan. Oh, wait. Wait. This, this, oh, seems that their float's going in reverse. Nope. Nope. It's going straight again. Going in reverse. It seems to have some directional problems and some confusion down there. Let's see what else is coming down the line. Yeah, they're backpedaling a little bit. Mm. Yes, they are. Well, well, here we have a float from the faithful and dedicated Housewives of America. Oh, oh, oh my. John, you're right. Oh, my, look at those brawny, strong women. Mmm. Holding hands and supporting each other, the sweat dripping down the nape of their Josh. ripe bosoms. Mm. It just goes to show that stay-at-home moms is the way of America, and that's the way God meant it to be. Women at home, alone, uh, 
supporting and building their families and ironing and getting real hot. The I sweat think, dripping I down. I think that you'd like they... to be home for lunch on a day like that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, look, and here's a, per- a float provided by the Bush administration. You know, only the Bush administration could have the competence to produce such a large and extraordinary float. And the money from the taxpayers to pay for it. Uh, yes, I heard that several thousand Iraqis were killed to make this float. In fact, it looks like their bodies are lying on side of it. Oh, and look, there's a cage containing rare exhibits of those brown turban-wearing people. Looks like they got them in a pyramid and they're taking pictures. Yes, I would be quite scared if one of those brown people happened to get released. They might seize the city or something. Oh, thank God we have people running the National Department of Health and Services maintaining them. I'm sure they'll be safely contained in that caged dome and nothing will ever happen to them. Wonder if we could cage some more brown people. Oh, oh. Uh, next we have, oh my, oh, praise Jesus, it's the Fox News float. Hey, let's go back to our, our roving reporter uh, on the scene. Uh, Bob, Bob in denial, uh, what you got on this one? Yes, folks, it's the one and only Fox float. You know, every year we await the Fox float based on its integrity and its stability and, oh, oh my it appears the float is steering off course. Oh, oh, oh my God, look out! Oh, oh dear, it appears the non-biased news network Fox Float has uh, rear-ended Bush administration float. Uh, Bob, Bob, what, oh, what Bob. in Hades name's going on down there? Well, John and Joan, it appears that the float the Fox float is literally kissing the rear of the Bush administration. Well, I think it may take a while to undo this mess. You might want to go to a commercial. Good evening. This is a 24-hour action news breaking news brief. I'm Slip Zipley. Tragedy struck at the first annual straight parade today when a giant float carrying the Fox News team appeared to have crashed into a float sponsored by the Bush administration. Current reports saw that several people were highly wounded by the absurdity of this joke. We now return you to your program already in progress. Ooh, by the looks of this picture, it looks like Ann Coulter got wedged halfway down Dick Cheney's throat. Hey, Mark? <laughs> hey, Tim. About time you got here. Uh, yeah, I rode with you in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, where the hell's Anthony? I don't know. I just got here and the door was open and he's nowhere to be found. Maybe he was kidnapped by people who were... No one would kidnap him. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, the, the door's open to the uh, boy dungeon. Let's go see if he's in there. Hmm, all the captured Twinkie boys are gone. Mm, yes. It appears that Anthony has finished his master plan of making all the Twinkie boys more portly and release them back into the wild, probably with radio transmitting colors. Hmm. I wonder where the rest of this dungeon goes. I still can't figure out how this fits in his tiny house. 
It's not all. It's tiny. Hey, I, I think I see a staircase. Let's follow this. Wow, this brick is looser than Anthony's. Nope. Don't even go there. That joke is lame. Look what's up there. Behold, those who shall pass this way will be required to answer the three questions. Uh, Patrick, is that you? Yeah, yeah. I got this pretty cool side gig playing the Dungeon Keeper. Pays pretty well. Actually, it pays nothing, but Anthony's got some dirt on me. Overly dramatic for a straight guy, eh? <laughs> All right. Uh, what are these fucking questions? What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Oh, dear God! Not that Monty Python shit. Yeah, that's like the oldest joke in the book. And I do like the color blue. Okay, well, that was a warm-up question. Some call me team. (laughs) Anyway, what is the tune of the monks singing in Holy Grail? Uh... I'm not sure of the Latin pronunciation, but it doesn't not go something like Pi isu doname dona summers s requiem. Yeah, Anthony's retarded. All right, so what's the universe greeting in the Transformers the movie, the original movie? A weep gra na weep nini bong. Are you sure that isn't what Jar Jar Binks says? I think so. Hmm. Okay, well, you won't get this one. What's the, so- what's the volume of Anthony's... Hey, wait, come back here. Sorry, Patrick. Uh, by the time we get through all three of these stupid questions, the audience is going to be bored. We're moving on! Hey, watch out! Wait for that... What did he say? I don't know. What... I believe he said, watch out for... Crash. Oh, what a fail on me! I believe it's a giant robot. Wait, it's a Transformer. Oh, sorry. Sorry, man. Who are you? Aren't you the guy from Enemy Mine? <laughs> hey, um, I- I'm Tim, and this is Mark. We are looking for Anthony. Oh, well, I'm a and I'm the to Anthony's secret castle. Do you have a fungal infection on your penis? <laughs> I think he swallowed some cum. You mean he has another castle? Is the princess in it? Yep, and only I can take her to it. Let me just transform her. Sounds like he's gargling cum. Gargling cum, yes. Okay, cum. What kind of used car lot salesman looking dream are you? I am a hovercraft. Ah. Hey, wait! There's no seabed! Whoops, looks like I forgot to tie them down. Will Tim and Mark survive the water? Can Tim swim? And will they find Anthony? And will there be more gay content in these skits? Join us next week on Tim and Mark's Big Adventure. Uh, taking after Cayenne again, aren't we? Quiet. Turn to Mark and Tim's Big Adventure. When we last left our heroes, the Autobot Sea Spray had just taken off, leaving our heroes alone in the water. Well, gosh, Mark, that was rather rude of him, even if he does look like a Yugo. Who knew a giant robot that transformed into a hovercraft with a bad voice actor uh, would be so dumb and 
take off without uh, strapping on a big dildo first. I mean, strapping us in first. Well, he is a good guy, and good is dumb. How true. Hey, are you now quoting Spaceballs? I'm just reading the lame script here. Well, it could be a lot worse. No, it couldn't. Well, I was glad that... Wait, what's that? Just at that moment, in the distance, something moves on the horizon. Mark and Tim are approached by something big, something huge. Oh my god, it's a sperm whale. Oh jeez, go figure. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Just as our heroes try to escape the giant sperm whale swallows... <laughs> swallows them all. A big splat sound. You 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 know what you call a, a an old man that likes little wooden boys? A Japetophile. Oh, I'm falling! I'm falling! I'm glad I had that joke. Ooh, what did we fall in? Yuck! Oh God! Uh, we're, we're stuck in the belly of this sperm whale. But what is all this stuff in here? The white stuff? Yes. Hello. Uh. Sperm? Oh, wait. No. Just cottage cheese. Ugh. Let's see if we can find a way out of here. Our heroes walk down the tunnel, but soon the tunnel turns into a structure of metal and doors. Our heroes open a huge metal door and proceed down the huge metal corridor. This isn't what I thought a sperm whale's colon should look like. <laughs> hey, look! Look! I, I, I see a light ahead, Mark. Wait, wait. <laughs> I see an old man. You? No, there's no mirrors down here. Oh. Oh, my God. It's Vice President Dick Cheney. How'd you get down here? So this is where you've been hiding all this time. Some secure location. Yeah, and you, you really do act like the penguin from Batman. Anyway, is that a command console mobile device with nuclear capabilities down here? Not that I've ever seen one, but if I thought I'd see one, ah, uh, that's what I thought it would look like. Wait, this isn't a real whale. It's a robot. No wonder our defense spending is so high. Wah, yes, this is where we really control what goes out on the White House. Here in the belly of this mechanical whale, we plot to take over, I mean, bring democracy to all the nation. El Commando, Big Dick, Plan C is not in effect. I have stationed Big Blue, Mopey, cocksucking Dick Whale outside of Baghdad, where it will be having World Peace Accord Conference. We shall launch nuclear sperm whale at dawn. Good. Before you know it, all those brownies will be destroyed or have destroyed themselves, and then the troops will be going into Iran. Once we destroy, I mean, promote freedom there as well. Everyone in the world will be under our, I mean, everyone will have freedom. Hey, fearless leader Cheney. Wait, those guys behind you, they are, uh, how you say, um, uh, the, the bottom, the, the dick. Oh, they're, they're, they're homosexual people. Gays! What? Yeah, yeah! Uh, 
I believe those two are hosts of international famous podcasts on internet way to rail raves called Shanty No Lemon. Quick Tim, run! Ah, stop, intruders. Beep, beep. We have to find a way out of here and warn the Iraqi people for the sake of global peace and... And but how are we going to get out of the belly of a giant mechanical sperm whale? <laughs> You're asking me? Damn, if only I had some time to think of a way out of this one. Perhaps I'll eat a Kit Kat. It's oh, a Twix. Oh, wait. Will Tim and Mark escape the giant sperm whale stomach? Join us next week on Tim and Mark's Big Adventure. Yeah, that'll work. That'll buy me at least another week. We now return to Mark and Tim's big adventure. When last we left our heroes, they were running from way, away from Dick Cheney while trapped inside a mechanical whale. And if you don't understand that, then go back and listen to the last two shows, because we ain't explaining it. Wah! Come back here. Wah! Tim, we've been running from Dick Cheney for over a week now. Have you thought of any way to get us out of here? Why, yes I have, Mark! You see, before I left the house last week, I put a radio transmitter into my coat for uh, cases just like this. I can beam us out of any dire situation to my orbiting spaceship. What? Yeah, honestly, I have a spaceship. Uh, let's see, where'd I get that? Oh, oh, bought it on eBay. No, I mean, you had this thing all along, and we could have stopped running a week ago. I was trying to see if you could lose any weight. You know, you have been bulking up. Yeah, and the beer really doesn't help either. Your diarrhea problem. Um, well, we just need to get to the whale's mouth where the radio signal can be reached, and uh, then we can all beam out of here. Stop, or I'll take you dunk hunting. Look, I see the teeth ahead. Just as Tim and Mark reach the whale's entrance, Tim activates the automatic recall, and they are instantly beamed out of the whale's uh, inners to Tim's floating spaceship above. <laughs> Unfortunately, the beaming process isn't always accurate. This is just great, Tim. Not only now do I have your huge ass, but my mouth is not where it's supposed to be. Yeah, and I got your small cock. Hey, hey, uh, hold on. This thing's never perfect the first time. Ah, much better. So you have a giant starship, eh? Why was I never told about this? Well, I sort of drained Andy and our, my uh, joint savings account without him knowing. Aha! Uh, uh -huh. Uh, so how do we get back to finding Anthony in this big adventure? Well, what about alerting the Iraqi people of the impending threat of Swedish Nazis and Dick Cheney? Ah, uh, well, as you can see here, if the coordinates I stole from Dick Cheney's monitor correct, and we triangulate, and let's see, if, if Debbie Harry uh, gets, uh, makes a comeback... Uh, let's see here, and um, oh, by dividing it by pi, um, yeah, yeah c carry the one. Uh, oh, those calculations. Oh, well, it's obvious the the castle that Anthony is hiding in uh, is also the same location of the peace accords. It's just as easy as one and two and making three. Mark, duh. Wait, you mean to tell me that there is a secret tunnel from Anthony's house? all the way to Baghdad, and that Anthony is hosting the World Peace Accord there, of which Dick Cheney and his evil henchmen are trying to destroy? Well, 
I thought he'd just fly, actually. But I, I guess the, the tunnel thing sums it up. Yeah. But we did sum that up rather nicely, didn't we? Huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yep, fits together rather tightly. Mm, yes. Like your ass. We just have to get to the peace accord in my space. Oh, wait. I mean my rocket ship in time. Will Tim and Mark get to the peace accord in time? Will they stop Dick Cheney and find Anthony? And will Anthony win a podcast award for writing of this script? Stay tuned because the epic conclusion of Mark and Tim's big adventure is just next week. Same gay time, same gay podcast. The touchdown brings me back again to find I'm not the man they think I am back home. Oh no, 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 I'm a rocket man. And now the epic conclusion to Mark and Tim's big adventure. Last week, our heroes safely beamed aboard Tim's eBay bot rocket ship and were racing towards the peace conference in Baghdad, Iraq, in order to save Anthony and the rest of the world's leaders from destruction by Dick Cheney and crew and their robotic whales. Once again, if you don't know what's going on, go back four episodes and catch up or stop whining. Tim, the ship's going to fly apart! Fly her apart, then! Okay, we've reached the location of the Peace Accord, and we are hovering right above the... Holy Bernie Toppin! What the hell was that? It appears we're being fired at by a giant mobile whale. We're receiving an incoming transmission. On screen. Wah, you guys thought you'd get away, but I will destroy... I mean, yeah, I will destroy you. Mark, lock phasers, and fire when ready! At the man or the gigantic robotic whale? <laughs> it matters not. You can't miss him. It's like Halliburton. Mark fires a laser in the direction of the robotic whale. However, the laser power evaporates in the water, thus producing no effect. That didn't work, Tim. Where's your torpedoes? Mm, they were going to be installed on uh, Tuesday, I think. Oh, dear God, you're kidding me. Now lame Star Trek 7 references? What do you want from me, Mark? What do you want, you motherfucking bitch? A decently written resolution? Resolution one. Wait, I have an idea. Quick, Mark, press the hologram button and shine an image of a sexy, sultry female robot towards the whale. What? Just do it! We haven't much time! Mark activates the hologram button, and before too long, a blue hovercraft comes from the distance and transforms into a robot firing at the robot whale. Hey, you evil person, stop shooting at them. The Autobot Transformer Sea Spray destroys the robot whale, launching Dick Cheney into the air and landing on the beach below. I'll get you too, and your pesky Autobot too. Tim, that was weird. But it saved us? Yes. Don't you know the episode in season two that the Autobot Sea Spray was attracted to sexy, sultry female robots? Wow, now you're being dorkier than Anthony. I know. But there's really no other way to end this plot, 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 plot. Resolution two. Wait, Mark! I have an idea! 
We need a giant microwave to go down on the whale. A microwave? No time to explain. Press the launch mark microwave button. Tim's rocket ship launches a microwave towards Dick Cheney's robotic whale. Inside the giant robotic whale, Dick Cheney grasps at his chest. My pacemaker, quick, retreat. I will get you two pesky adults. Phew, that was rather uh, badly written, but 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 it worked. It worked, Mark, and you know it worked in the pacemaker. You know, that, yes, and the microwave. In the gotcha. You, yeah. you, you, it was cute, wasn't it? Oh, I wouldn't say cute, but resolution three. Wait, I have an idea, Mark. How we can stop Dick Cheney? Press the emergency wolf blitzer button. The what? The button with the beard icon over there! Mark slams his hand down on the launch wolf blitzer button. And out of Tim's rocket ship, Wolf Blitzer flies towards the whale with a notepad in hand. So what do you think about proposing legislation against your daughter? What do you think about it? It's a valid question. What about your daughter having the baby? Mr. Vice President. You're out of line. That's private business. I'll get you pesky kids. Retreat. Retreat. Tim, how did you know that would work? Don't you know that Dick Cheney can't answer any meaningful questions that uh, poses any inference that would be proactive to the gay and lesbian community or as a CNN correspondent? Anyhow, let's quickly beam down to the conference to make sure everything is going as planned. My gaydar is picking up some trouble down there. And this will usher in a new future of prosperity and hope. And now I would like to introduce the person that brought us together. Please come up, Anthony from Eshantino Leme. As Anthony takes the stage, behind the curtains, a dark character aims a laser at our hero. But before he can fire, Mark and Tim beam in to save the day. Stop! You evil Swedish Nazi dictator! Aha! Ah, I will have you now. I will shoot my laser beams at you and you will get impregnated or you will get burned or something. Mark and Tim fire upon the evil dictator, knocking him out from the shadows. The crowd recoils in horror. <gasps> What's going on here? Anthony, where have you been? Did you not remember the podcast? Oh, I knew I double-booked something. You hmm. double-penetrated something. This evil dictator and Dick Cheney were trying to destroy the Pete's conference, but we got here just in time to save you and the people of Baghdad. You're lucky we've been searching for you all this time. <sighs> you are harder to get a hold of stop, than... Stop! Stop! We've reached a quota of innuendos for this story. Well, the people of Baghdad owe you two a great deal. Thanks to you, the soldiers can come home and peace can be restored to Iraq. Finally, we'll go back through the secret tunnel to your home and we can do the podcast. By the way, what did you do with all those Twinkies you kept in your dungeon? Well, someone had to help me plan the party for the peace conference. Gentlemen! And now we dance! Suddenly, a series of paddy wagons bursts in upon the scene in Monty Python-style fashion and starts arresting people for bad comedy. They round up all the characters of this script, and the story ends abruptly without resolution. Well, seriously, how did you want this to end? Hey, no, not me, wait, 
Stop, I'm not part of this! Yo! Hey, what's going on? Nothing much. Hey, well, in case you haven't noticed, it's hot and humid again here in Ohio. <laughs> That's okay. Just wait a second. It will change. It's Ohio, after all. Yes, as you can see, we're now in a sudden massive rainstorm. I wonder how this happens. Hmm. Hey, you guys, where's your raincoats? For condoms? What now? Oh, what hey. the hell? It's... It's snowing now. This is crazy, oh, even oh, for oh, Ohio. Oh, oh. Something's amiss here. Yes, I would agree. But how would we ever figure out what's going on in here in our hometown of Columbus, Ohio? Tell you what, why don't we go ask God, see what he's up to. What? Yeah, he lives right next door. See? Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's Anthony's house. And that's God's summer house right over there. George Burns, I mean, God, is that you? Yes, my gay son, how may I help you? Wait a minute, why would you identify him as gay? Don't you know that after Pat Robertson started signaling out people, I have to address everyone by sexual orientation or the color of their skin? Uh, anyhow, we were wondering what's up with this crazy weather. Well, I can tell you, but first, how did you guys arrive here today? We drove Mark's gremlin. And this gremlin couldn't take my knowledge to the farthest depths of the earth? Uh, yes! It can, my lord! Wait a second, wait a second. What does God want with a starship, I mean, with the gremlin? What are you doing? I'm asking a question. What does God want with a gremlin? You doubt me? Yeah, I do. And your smoke machine just ran out of juice, buddy. Me, damn it. I told Gabriel to make sure that it was full. Yo, hey, Jess, get over there and bring some fog juice. Gabriel, I thought he was blowing horns. And who's HS? Holy Spirit. Oh. Here you go. Dance is stop late Star Trek V with the humans. Huh? <gasps> oh, jeez. Could you put some clothes on? So you're not really God. No, just Jesus, you know, risen to heaven, part of the Father, with the Father and Son together, worshiping, glorified, spoke by the prophets, yada, yada, yada. Why else is that for people that forgot me right either? So, anyway, uh, <clears throat> what's up with this weather, anyhow, Mr. Jesus God person? Well, quite honestly, Buddha and Krishna were playing with the weather control machine and they Lucifer it up. You know when you have that one room in the house that never gets enough central air? Well, that's Ohio. It's just never right. My recommendation, move to Ontario. Plus, you guys can get married there. All right, then. Well, I guess that answers our question. Anymore, you know, you're asking me about the medium life. You know, I guess a former divine spirit can't take a me-darn vacation here. Yeah, what's my appendix for? Oh, I mean, uh, no thanks. Uh... Just walk away, guys. He's God. He can hear you. Well, I guess that's another problem solved. What's next on the list? Well, according to God, I mean Anthony's list, it's to uh, 
Start the show now. All right. Good segue. We now return to Awkward Situations on TV. Today, we're putting a very touchy-feely individual in a local gay establishment. Will the patrons think he's weird? Let's find out. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? Good, good. And you? Mm, hey, hey. <laughs> it's a beautiful night, huh? Um, actually, it's hot and muggy. Yep, man, I tell you, this weather is... Mm. Anthony receives an unnecessary pat on the back. Mm. So, yeah, I took your advice on that website, mm. and I logged into... Oh, yeah, the one with the hot boys. Oh. Man, I tell you, they're, they're really hot. Yeah. Oh, hot boys. Where? Man, I love man. Oh, I love them, man. I love their big, stiff characters. Man, you'd be surprised if... Anthony receives an unnecessary touch of the hands on the arm. Mm. Yeah, so glad that worked out for you. So how's work going? Good, good. We're going mm. through the CRM process, and hey, are oh. they doing karaoke tonight? Ooh, karaoke. <laughs> oh. Anthony receives an unnecessary hug. Let me slip my slip in. I'll be right back there, sugar biscuits. Mark, who is this guy? Why does he keep touching me? I don't even know him. No clue, man. He's definitely weird. Mmm. Hey, I'm back. So, yeah. I love you guys. Mm. Anthony receives, receives a kiss on the neck. Dude, dude, what's up with the body contact? You're like a stranger to me. Mm. <laughs> this is an ASNL News breaking news brief. Religion in crisis. Good evening. I'm Stack Hungwell with the continuing coverage of the crisis. It was discovered through a release from a big famous National Science Institute that the origins of man really did start with Adam and Steve instead of Adam and Eve. As scientists today reveal that they unearthed a two-skeleton grave, carbon dating has put these bones to exactly the beginning of the Earth. And the location and position of these male skeletons have indicated that they were coupled. The resulting discovery and announcement of the discovery has sent shockwaves through the religious community, causing massive hysteria, riots in small towns, dogs and cats living together, and, well, you get the idea. Tonight, we have two experts to talk about this crisis as America comes to terms with the religious background. From the Focus on the Family Association, we have James Dobson. And from some big, fancy science organization, we have John Buckheimer. Mr. Dobson, what is your organization's stance on the news of the discovery? Well, Stack, uh, I think this just goes to show how inaccurate science can really be. We know that this specific discovery could not produce any sort of civilization due to the fact that the society would collapse underneath this type of abomination. Mr. Science Guy, what do you have to say? Oh, hello. Did you not see the two skeletons side by side in the grave? Carbon dating. It's over. There is no fucking Eve. Kaput! Yes, as you know, this type of species would never have survived. If they had rocks with their names written on them. Adam and Steve. Hello. Game over. Mr. Dobson, what effect of the knowledge will this have on society? Well, I think it only hurts our families and the divine will of God. Da, da, I mean... da, da, shut up, you Christ-loving cockmouth! They had pet 
for five dildos in a box in the grave. There was an inscription in ancient Hebrew saying, we are the firstborn men of God. Uh, Stack, why are you even allowing this conversation to continue? Mr. Science Guy, you have a difference of opinion? What the? the you fucking idiots! This, uh, uh, I'm out of here! Mr. Science Guy takes a gun out and shoots himself. Oh my, well, let's go to our on-field reporter. Bob has it a clue. Bob? Thanks, Stacked. Tonight, as cities riots, buildings crumble, and old people have no idea what to do next Sunday, the world itself is unknown onto what to do with the possibility that this... Oh, excuse me. I've been given word that the, only the red states seem to be rioting. The blue states seem to be fine and are actually preparing for the invasion by Canada. I'm also getting word, yes, Ohio, as technically it is a blue state, is devouring itself from within, creating a black hole within the space-time continu continuum. We'll have further updates as these situations progress. Back to you, Stacked. Thank you, Bob. Make sure you stand by to ASNL News as we continue to bring you coverage of this crisis in action. Adam and Steve, a reality. Eve, never there. And now we return you to your program already in progress, but past all the important plot points so you don't know what's going on. Did you bury the body? Yeah, I took care of that crazy guy. He was just really annoyed. Wait, wait, what the heck is that over in the corner? Is that a video camera? It's the TV show. Oh, my God. Is it that that one show? Awkward Situations on TV? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We now return to As Anthony's World Turns, the stories of Anthony's life based on true life events in the style of a fake TV reality show. Today, Anthony is meeting a new couple that recently moved to town that also happen to like Star Trek, Long Walks on the Beach, and Jar Jar Brinks. Binks. Binks. Listener's note, Mark and Tim will be playing the part of the couple. Listener's note number two, Mark and Tim are not a real couple. Thank God. No shit. Yeah, hey, Patrick. No, I mean these guys who recently moved here from North Carolina for coffee. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's been busy as heck lately. Hell, hell. Hell lately. Yeah, I've been uh, talking to these guys for about three months now. We finally just decided to meet for coffee. No, just two guys who just said, hey, on Manhunt and wanted to get together to meet. No, I have. I haven't said anything about double penetration. Sheesh, I'm not that big of a whore. Well, maybe. All right. Hey, I gotta go. I'm walking in the shop later. Hey, here's our guy. Hey, Bucko. Hey, guys. Uh, how you doing? Wow. Dang, you guys are tall. Crap. Why did I just say that? <laughs> well, at least they have a good sense of humor. Forty-five minutes later. No, 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 no. The best episode of Next Generation is when Picard spent the whole lifetime in the, his mind and he learned to play the flute. That or when he was on the planet with that guy who spoke in uh, uh, stories. Yeah, yeah. Shaka when the walls fell. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Look at the time. I'm so sorry, guys. Hey, it's uh, no problem at all, dude. Well, we'll have to do this again. Absolutely. Hey, Mark, uh, how you doing? 
Good. And you? How'd your date go? Date? I was just being a couple for coffee. They just moved here and wanted to meet some people. Uh-huh. Why are you beaming then? They're just cool. They're just like average guys, you know, just average Joe Schmoes that can carry on conversation, you know, just like really cool guys. Uh-huh. Stop giving me that look. Later that week. Yeah, hey, Mark. So this one guy invited me out to dinner. I'll have to uh, call you back later. The one guy? Yeah, his uh, his partner is working late tonight. He just wants to go out for dinner for a bit. Uh-huh. Oh, stop. He's married more or less. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Dinner and a few drinks later. Hey, thanks for the fun evening. Sorry about the car getting stuck in the snow. Yeah, uh, no problem, dude. Uh, you want to come in for a beer can? I mean, uh, a beer? Um, sure. Got nothing else planned on my agenda for the evening. A few more beers later. So, yeah, I just sort of started this podcast, and uh, the results we got bad to be incredible. We're like mini celebrities in some circles. Wow, very cool, bro. Uh, you seem very uh, talented. Well, thank you. Uh, hey, it's kind of cold in here. Can I get you a uh, mm, uh, blanket? Here you go. Yeah, that's um uh, kind of nice. Oh, 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 holy shit! Holy crap! Um, um, relax, sit back. It's okay. No, 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 no. This isn't. This not not a good idea. Not right. Not don't, right. Don't worry, dude. It's uh, no big deal. We're just uh, making out. Making out? Just making out? What would your significant other think? He'd probably join right in and strap something on and go ahead to you like there was no sex tomorrow. Uh Huh? Trust me, it's no big deal. We have an open relationship where we play with friends from time to time. Two days later. So yeah, I talked to his partner over IM and uh, he didn't even care. And then he started flirting with me. I mean, I'm telling you, Mark, they're like the coolest couple ever. Uh Uh-huh. Now what? Where do you think this is going? I'm not planning on going anywhere. They're just cool guys, and maybe I'll get some cool double penetration sex out of it. Just want cool friends. And don't these guys think they have a ghost in their house? Um, yeah, well... I'm just saying, they seem a bit odd. That Patrick Swayze's in their house? Oh, oh, that evening? Hey, what you guys up to? You want to get together sometime? Huh, huh? You know, no offense, we're just really busy and don't get out much. We really don't have time for the social stuff. You know, we're fixing up our house, my doctoral. That's fine. Um, since you're new to town, I figure you may want to meet some new people, so I'm just going to invite you to stuff. If you can't go, just don't fret. Um, okay. Uh, just realize that we may not have much time. That's cool, yeah. huh? Right, right? Sure. One month later... Yeah, so I think I blew it with this new couple. I was all excited about hanging out with them, and they were, like, really cool dudes, and I think I may have just gone overboard and bugged them way too much. I haven't heard from them in, like, a month, and I think that they blocked me on their instant messenger, which is ironic because they were the ones bugging me before we met for coffee. But, hey, what are you going to do? You can't force people to be your friends. Well, seriously, what do you expect to happen there? It's a relationship. It's not like you could just come in and be the their pool boy. Uh, so how come you called these guys back right away, but it took you a month to get back with me when we first met? 
I didn't get a chance to introduce you to Andy till like a month later. You're such an asshole sometimes, Anthony. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't want to double penetrate Andy and I. You sick well, fuck. <laughs> well, that's obvious. You and Andy aren't hot. Waka waka. Long way to go for that point, huh? Well, hey, no offense. It was based on Drew Storm, and I thought it would be interesting. Uh-huh. How about you just cue up that intro music before the audience reaches into the iPod and slaps the hell out of you? Well, hey, at least somebody will be giving me physical contact then. <laughs>